You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The CFL's unfairly maligned for lack of loyalty and player turnover. We saw it with the NFL last year in the quarterback carousel. Now the NHL. When you sit back and watch the games, no matter the league, you get over it pretty quickly, don't you? You do, but... You still don't have that identity with the players. Like players that bounce around from team to team to team to team to team don't have an identity and don't build that real core fan base. This is the Rod Peterson Show. All right, welcome uh, into hour two, everybody. I want to say the bunker. This is my bunker. One half of the RP show originating from South Florida, where as you see the winds picking up, but we're staying dry. So that's a win. A win. On this Thursday, there are a lot of Hurricane Ian questions coming in. By the way, it's not even been downgraded to a tropical storm. And the watch that was in effect for this area, Palm Beach County, has uh, been dropped. So we're good here, but there are a lot of questions coming in. Let's bring in the Moose. He's in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle, and everybody up there is cooing and celebrating because it's <laughs> T-shirt weather, eh, Moose, in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, it's uh, outstanding, and it'll be 30 degrees in the afternoon, so see if we can get some time spent outside today. So we're going to have fun in hour two. Uh, in hour one, we were scheduled to be joined by Ron Dugay, voted the sexiest NHLer to ever play, but he had to he had to evacuate. He's in St. Augustine, Florida, which is just south of Jacksonville, up on the East Coast. I would encourage anybody to look at a map if you're interested in what's going on here in Florida right now, those of us in South Florida on the east side, very fortunate that the hurricane largely missed us. John in Edmonton has written in and asked if I think, here it is, at this moment, do you think it's safe for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to return home for their game on Sunday in Tampa Bay, or should they play in Minnesota? Number one, nobody's asking B. Number two, I'm not a meteorologist. Number three, it's Thursday, and the game isn't until Sunday. Dolphins did uh, give their practice facility over to the Buccaneers yesterday. They practiced here Wednesday. I would be stunned if the Bucs weren't home by Friday practicing in Tampa, and the game will be played on Sunday. But as of we sit here, you say at this moment, John, no decision's been made. The biggest news of the show, and it's not breaking news today. We have not had any breaking news yet today, which makes me very happy. But it was last night, Wednesday night, Aaron Judge clubbing home run number 61, tying Roger Maris and his 61-year-old record. I could sit here and talk about that forever. And for the, for the sake of variety, Darren, because we talk so much CFL and NHL and everything else, just on the baseball vein, Jennifer from the Four Seasons writes in. She says, I cannot be happy for Judge. I would be happy for him if it was against another team, though. Eh, so the Blue Jays gave it up. So what? And it's against a division rival. Here's the problem that I have, and it's not even humans' problem. I th- Pick up what I'm putting down here, Moose. I'm very interested in your take on this. I'm watching ESPN this morning. One of the talk shows, and the ticker on the bottom, or the graphic is, where will Judge play next year? 
because his contract's up. So maybe, Jennifer, he'll be with the Blue Jays. So I'm sitting there with warm and fuzzies this morning going, his mom was there, she got the ball, so there was no fight over it, and Aaron Judge was happy because his home run broke a seventh-inning tie. He was just happy to win the game. And they had clinched the night before, so the pressure was off. It was just a great feel-good story. And then you get up this morning, and here's ESPN going, where's he going to play next year? Ha, 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 where's he going to play? And literally, I'm sitting there going, it's not even the public's fault. The media doesn't let you sit and just enjoy things. You're supposed to do that, right? Stop and smell the roses once in a while. Or when you're climbing that mountain, just stop halfway up and just have a look around and go, man, I've come a long ways. It feels, no, 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 you did, no, what's next, what's next, what's next? I was just disgusted with that. That was the topic today. They're not about how great the story was, but where's Judge going to play next year? Have I misread that? No, you haven't. And Unless, you know, the show had gone for two hours already on the feel-good stuff and they needed to pick up another topic and it was their fourth or fifth topic of the conversation. But, you know, is there any way that Aaron Judge doesn't stay with the New York Yankees? I mean, I don't even think that would be a question in my mind as to where does he play next year. It's crazy. But you know what? They're going to do what they're going to do. And who are we to <laughs> tell them otherwise? As you, as somebody has said, Rod, who's the idiot? You keep watching. And that's for sure part of it. Um, Ali in Texarkana upping our female percentage of viewers and Jennifer too and Jenna and everybody. I appreciate that. Uh, Ali says, oh, I love true crime. This show keeps getting better and better. I said we would talk about serial killers here this hour. Mm -hmm. From Blueski, Blueski on YouTube says, The Flames, number one, that's hilarious. He says they had they had to whack Dreisaitl's ankle to try and win and couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> What's going back and forth between the Flames fans and the Orders fans, I think, is amazing. I think had the series progressed past five games last year, there might have been blood spilled in the streets for sure fights in the parking lot, but it never got that far. Kevin the Medium showed up. He says, good morning, RP. Uh, Kevin, fill up your coffee. You've missed a lot. Um, but I know where you've been. I know where you've been. How's how's that for turning the tables on the medium, Darren? <laughs> but Stephen in North Dakota, Steve, Stephen in North Dakota, uh, that just on the home run vein, that's our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Which home run record means more to you? The National League 73 that was set by the allegedly steroid-tainted Barry Bonds or the subsequent you know, records less than 73 but more than 61 set by Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire who have admitted to steroid use or the 61 hit by the clean Roger Maris and now the clean Aaron Judge. And over, well, close to 70% of respondents saying the Aaron Judge record and Maris record means more. And, well, maybe, Kevin, as usual, you showed up just on time. Because the 61 home runs were hit in 1961. It's been 61 years since that happened. And Roger Maris's son, Roger Maris Jr., said last night, Darren, I don't know if you saw the quote, but he was like, my dad wore number nine. Judge wears number 99. And this is the ninth day of me traveling, trying to see him tie the record. He goes, I like the synchronicity in that. And to be honest, we all used to think, maybe, maybe there's something to this. And over the last year or so, I've really delved down that rabbit hole, and there's more to it than you think. And I know you're just sitting there nodding your head, and I apologize for keep going on and on. I apologize. But I will just say this. Stephen in North Dakota says, can we get Rod's John Sterling imitation? That's the, the radio voice of the New York Yankees. Did you hear his call last night? I didn't hear his call, no. It is far. It is deep. It is gone. Number 61. Here come the judge. Bingo. <laughs> That's what he said. That's I what he it. said. So that is, that is right on the, it's right off the top. Yeah, off top of my head. I didn't practice that at all. And on that vein, so for some reason, Rod, I was walking around last night and I saw the number 9999, like 9999, four times. And you just mentioned 999 and 9. 
terms of numbers. And you and I have done this in our previous personal phone calls. Angel number 9999 is urging you to be ready for a slew of fresh opportunities and blessings when you see 9999. So just putting that in the world. Um, we're taking this in another direction from what people think. Andrew Stout says, oh, I sense another rant. I'll read this. It's a very disrespectful comment from James and born in Manitoba. He goes, Ron Dugay, Ron No Show Dugay has zero respect for the RP show. Every time you say he's going to be on the show, he bails with some made up excuses. I know you'll defend him, but if he cares, he would be here. James. Who pooped Hot in tape. your Fruit Loops today? Who pooped in your Fruit Loops today? Ron Dugay's not doing any interviews ever since he's taken up with Sarah Palin. The fact that he said that he would come on is uh, actually showing great respect for us. And so the guy said he might have to evacuate his home because he lives in St. Augustine, which is directly in Tropical Storm Ian's path. And you say he has no respect... And you say every time he bails, he's bailed one time because he had to play tennis and lost track of time. One time. So I would say to James in Manitoba, what is, that's rude. That's just rude. Allie says, oh, I like that, Moose. What's she referring to? Nine, 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 nine. Ah, the synchronicity part of it. Yeah. Well, and this is interesting, too. Um, Thursday night football tonight. Dolphins at the Bengals. Cincinnati favored by three and a half at Bet Regal. Moose and I are taking both taking the bet. Interestingly enough, Bet Regal's odds are just a little, a little different than everybody else. I don't know if you've ever noticed that or how much you dig into it. The, act, the line pretty much everywhere else is Bengals by four. Bet Regal saying 3.5. We had a Zoom call the other day. I'm sure Allie won't mind that we drop his name here from Bet Regal. I said, where are those odds makers? To be honest, because the show is Canadian, or the, uh, sorry, Bet Regal is Canadian owned. I thought that the odds makers might be in Toronto. He said they're in Costa Rica. Sorry, there's a gecko running across my, the floor of my line A. Sorry, I just caught my. So I said, do you want to take it from here, Moose? Tell the, tell the world what I said about the odds makers being in Costa Rica. Do you remember? You said you want to go see them, right? We got to go meet these guys and girls. And yeah. they've got a wonderful office down there. And why wouldn't you want to work in Costa Rica? So we're going to work with them to try and see if we can't go down there. Maybe we're going to do a week of shows from Costa Rica, right on the beach. Right. So wouldn't that be something? You know, uh, this is interesting, but it's 11-11. Thank you for pointing that out. Mountain, 111 Eastern. Ken Friedman just randomly writes in Clifford Olson. What, do you want me to? Did you just pick up on that, Ken Friedman? Um, well, there were, Jeff in the zone, viewer Jeff in the zone says the Regina Pats need to win tonight. They're at the Edmonton Oil Kings. The Regina Pats need to win every night. So... Jeremy, we're jumping all over the place. My brain just froze for a second. Jeremy says, predictions for Sunday night, Chiefs-Bucks Super Bowl rematch. Bucks defense talking trash about the Chiefs all-line. Field of the... no, 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 we're not doing that today. We'll do that tomorrow on a football Friday. Because we do deal or no deal NFL edition on Friday. I don't have a prediction for the Bucks and the Chiefs on Sunday. I, with all due respect, Darren, I think you understand. Um, oh, yeah, we want to do that tomorrow. It's tomorrow. We're not getting... We do what we do. You know what? It seems like this was kind of the bane of my existence with my old radio show, because I did it everywhere. The deal with that show was from the radio station management, because it was a committee of one. It was just me running that show. Nobody can argue that, because it's true. The bosses at the radio station said, you can take your show wherever you want. You need to hook up the equipment. And... But if it screws up, you're dead. But it never did scrubs. I did the show from San Diego and Miami and Dallas and Vancouver and Toronto and everywhere else. I'm not sure what my point is here. Um, can't remember. I told you my brain just froze with everybody wanting something at once. Um, so, so the point is, oh, yeah. But everywhere we went, it sounded like a party, right? You listened to the show for years and years yeah. and years. But it wasn't a party. Just like this show, stuff's planned out. We have meetings every day. It seems like we're all over the place, but we're not. And we'll talk about NFL Week 4 
previews and betting lines on Friday because we do it every Friday. And I can't believe that people are surprised that we would do that. Um, so the Regina Pats need to win tonight. Yeah, sort of the Edmonton Oil Kings. It's the lone Thursday night game. And I will say this, they need to have more Thursday night junior hockey games. Junior hockey is in my DNA. It's my first love. And I don't know why. But no, Rod doesn't know what he's talking about. Because I've sat in those meetings. Why don't we play Mondays? Because everybody's at home Monday. Why don't we play Thursdays? No, no, it's weekends. <sighs> you do you. I'd rather talk about serial killers for a second. Um, you said that, that you were unnerved. But, but Clark said by halfway through episode one of Dahmer, the serial killer story on Netflix, that it wasn't getting any worse than that. Is that, is that what he said? Yeah, he said for the most part, um, the anxiety and that that kind of tense you feel, that nervousness kind of goes away a little bit. They get more into his backstory and stuff. You know where you're on the edge of your seat and you're worried about what's going to happen? I don't want to be the spoiler on anything. Watching it at all is a bit of a spoiler, but I could barely watch it. Um, And now now I'm reading... If you Google Dahmer, Jeffrey Dahmer, a lot of things come up. One of the things that comes up is families of victims say they're re-traumatized by watching Dahmer. And I'm like, don't watch it then. Don't watch it. I know it's really hard to do because if your loved one was being portrayed in this series, you'd probably want to know how he's being portrayed. But you're probably going to sit and have to watch what he went through. And it's going to re-traumatize you because it traumatized me watching it. And I don't even know these guys. Look, it's not a real shock. Everybody knows. Google it. He lured men to his apartment, killed them, had sex with the dead bodies, and then ate them. That actually happened. So, you, well, and as Serena says, they don't actually show him murdering anybody. They don't actually show him sawing anybody or having sex with them. But they do. Uh, we got to stop talking about this. We'll go to a commercial. But one guy, he put his liver in a frying pan, cooked it, and ate it. That they did show. That's why I said, don't watch this before supper. And as you said, don't watch it before bedtime. I would say, suggest that you don't. I don't know yeah, when no. you're going to watch it, though. But so, right after yeah. supper. Yeah. I don't mind, I don't mind talking about this because this is what everybody's talking about. Allie says, yeah, I couldn't understand either, Rod. She goes, he hit that guy with a dumbbell. Yeah, so they don't show it, but his neighbor puts her head up in the apartment building to the vent because she thinks something's going on next door, right? Yeah. And you hear him fire yeah. up the power a drill, and you hear splat. What do you think's going on? Back to sports when we come back. I promise. It's the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, your favorite podcast platform, and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Landmark Cinema's Extra members get your movie tickets for just half the points from September 16th to 29th. It's an offer you can't refuse. Any movie, anytime. Redeem just half the points every time. Any way you add it up. Or is that divided? It's movie time. Not a Landmark Extras member? Join for free now at LandmarkCinemas.com and movie more for less. Landmark Cinemas, where movie lovers get their extras. Back to normal in the Florida Keys. Look at that. Isn't that a beautiful place? Not just a few blocks from where Jimmy Johnson calls home. Welcome back, everybody. You can hear the lawn guy. He's back. See? Vroom. Zoom. Hey, Darren, the storm must be over. Lawn guy's back. What a day. What a day, man. That guy doesn't get a week off when there's a hurricane that rolls through town? I thought the water oh, got enough that. grass, or the grass got enough water, I mean, uh, over the last oh, few days. Oh, man, it's un- <laughs> unreal. Um, so, 
Some interesting things have come up. Dougal Cameron in Calgary watches every day. He says the fact that Aaron Judge's mother got the baseball untainted is just perfect. Aaron Judge is what is good about baseball. I couldn't agree more. And Dougal, if you haven't, I think you do read our website, rodpeterson.com. But that's in my commentary today that runs on Sask Radio and growing radio stations. That just for one night, everything went right in baseball. Everything that, that was right about baseball was on display. Aaron Judge hitting the home run, having the proper intentions, his mom getting the ball. And now, furthermore, I have more thoughts on that, but Jeremy Shackleton on YouTube says, Rod, it's in your blood. He's talking about hockey. He says, I remember you on the radio play-by-play for 620 when I was a kid for the Pats. I know. Talk about making you feel old. And the thing is, why... This works. And while I like talking about what's new every day and current events, and maybe if it's Netflix series, I'm cool with that too. I got, you know, Les Lazarus saying the other day he's going into his 29th season as voice of the Saskatoon Blades. I call him the, my brother from another mother, but I just couldn't do that. I get bored. So I, hats off to all those guys. Les and Westy down in Tri-City. Obviously, Bob Ridley, but I just get bored. That's nothing against the league. I still love the league. I follow it incredibly closely. I just couldn't continue to call the play-by-play. I just get bored. So I like talking about all this stuff. Now, a good friend of ours, Andrew Walker. You know, Walks. He hosts the Heads podcast. He's ranting and raving today on Twitter, and I don't really specifically know what other than he's saying, who on earth cares what Roger Maris Jr. has to say? Why is this a thing that he says the Barry Bonds and all the records that were set by McGuire and Sosa should be expunged? Clearly, Walker thinks that Roger Maris is talking out his ass and there's nothing to what he's... I agree with Roger Maris Jr., by the way, do you do you agree? It's a different question than what our poll question is for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Which record means more? The 61 home runs by unsteroid-tainted players in the American League or the 73 by steroid-tainted players in the NL? Do you agree with Roger Maris Jr.? Should, should Major League Baseball be listening to Roger Maris Jr. because of who he is? Oh, yeah. I mean, they should be listening to him because of who he is, for sure, the voice and, and the connection to history. And it's a conversation worth having. But I, Roger Maris Jr. doesn't get to decide which one is legitimate or not. You know, as long as the 73 home runs is in the Hall of Fame, that's the record. You can't just say that the other one's the record and ignore the other, you know, things that have come before you, whether you like what they did or not, and whether you agree with them being allowed to still be in the record book. You know, I don't like celebrating that the whole, that the uh, records are set by guys that were using steroids. It doesn't feel good. It feels good for Aaron judge. Now I just wish Aaron judge could break 73. Then it would really feel like the record to me. He's still got to go out there and beat them and show you that somebody clean can beat the guys that were juiced up. That's when it will really mean like the record to me. Major difference. I used to think that there was a very small difference between the USA and Canada, other than a thin line along the 49th parallel called the border. But the more that I spend time down here, it's just past a year, I'm starting to realize they couldn't be more different in a lot of, a ton of ways. Culturally, mm-hmm. the way they think, obviously, politically, uh, sports, I mean, just to dabble back in the, in the uh, Netflix thing for a second, Mark Zosel's watching in Melford. He says, am I the only one that thinks the actor who played Jeffrey Dahmer kind of looks like Connor McDavid with a scruffy beard? I said it first episode. I said it. Uh, yeah. Uh, there's a lot. A lot of comments coming in here. Some, of course, say that it looks like you, Moose. I got to stay out of the comments there. I got to stay out of that because, again, I'm getting... Distracted and everything. But I'll just say this morning, I was watching, Darren. Yeah, you're changing your hair. Yeah, put the, put the glasses on. Exactly. I don't know. This morning, listen, this morning, I was watching uh, a channel called Florida 24. Okay, 24-hour news just for the state of Florida. When you think about it, there's 32 million people here. 36 million people in Canada. It's like a national news network, but it's just for the state. And they ran a commercial for Friday night's television programming, 11 p.m. South, this week in high school football, South Florida. This week in South Florida high school football. 
like a 30 minute show dedicated to high school football just in South Florida. And it was hosted by some young guy. And I'm like, I, I equate a lot of football in America to hockey in Canada in terms of the love for the sport, but there's no 30 minute hockey shows for junior hockey anywhere. Nowhere. And honestly, I would love to host a show like that, but I'm too bloody old. Or as my mom would say, too blinking old. Some young kid needs to do that. Now, the SJ is doing some great stuff digitally with IKS Media yeah. and Jeremy Corrigan doing it for the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. But back to the difference between Americans and Canadians. They just love sports so, so, so much more here. And you and I have always loved sports. The people watching this show have always loved sports. I don't know the, what the rest of people, what gets them excited, for God's sakes? Politics? Bitching about Trudeau? Like, if it wasn't for sports, I don't know what the hell I'd do. I know. I'm the same way. Like, something to get yourself invested in. Now, you and I are both love the movies, but that's something you do, you know, once a week or, you know, it's not an everyday thing. It's something to follow, right? And I, I don't know. I'm, I'm with you, man. Like without sports, it, it's such a big part of what we, uh, what, what our lives are about. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Phyllis says, ooh, that's gag-inducing, Rod. She was talking about me, I think, talking about Dahmer, although I might have been talking about the Winnipeg Jets power play. I'm not sure. Uh. Kevin, the medium, thinks that the actor in Dahmer looks like you, Moose. And uh, so, back on, well, it's John in Edmonton makes a good point. He says there are WHL podcasts, and I'm sure there are. Um, I don't listen to them, but I'm not a real podcast guy. I don't listen to any podcasts really at all. So that's bad on me. Don, our Navy friend, says our broadcasters are lazy. That's why. They'd rather latch on to U.S. programs for a small fee than make the effort to highlight Canadian sport entities. And that much I would agree with. And on that vein, I will get back on track now. Other than, like, I, I'm sitting here trying to follow Western Hockey League news. And this isn't Greg Drennan's fault. He's old. And that's not a shot at him because I, how many times do I say, I'm old. But Drennan's blog hasn't been updated since September 22nd, whatever the hell day that was. Um, I'm not blogging as much. Dub Network, we've pretty much shut it down. Like, it's, it's a tail wags the dog kind of thing. There's no coverage of it. And I actually yeah. fear that the CFL is going down that road. I fear that. Um, and for the CFL fans that have tuned in, you know, we'll talk some CFL here. And Mark Recchi's coming up next segment. We talked a lot last hour. We played deal or no deal. We talked about the playoff scenarios, magic numbers. If you're a CFL fan and you want your CFL fix, first hour, first segment, every day, for sure the second segment, if not the first, you're going to get a lot of CFL news. But this, Stephen in North Dakota says, Rod, your sports talk is why I watch. Um, and sure, but because there's not a lot of what we're talking about anywhere else. Um, your thoughts on what I'm saying? No, you're right. It is. It's a little bit of tail wags the dog, um, but it comes back down to everything, right? I mean, promoting the teams, promoting the leagues and, and interest from the public. And if people aren't going to games, if they're not following the scores, if they're not interested, then why would we spend time writing articles about it that nobody's going to read or doing content about it that nobody's going to watch? But it is. It's a little chicken yeah. in the egg. If we provided more content, they'd have more information about the players. They'd know the storylines. Maybe they'd buy more tickets. So, you know, whose responsibility is that? That's a great question. And I, I mean, ultimately, it comes down to the leagues. If the leagues want to survive and thrive, they need to make sure that there's coverage and work with the media and build the machine that eventually gets more bums in the seats buying tickets and then the cycle continues to turn and everybody can make money at it but you know it's got to start somewhere uh dougal in calgary says right on rod the two hours of sports talk on your show every day are the best two hours every day monday to friday keep up the excellent work overall we're not really going to change anything i like the input of from everybody i honestly do i sift through it and then i with your help and our team make the decisions on what we're going to talk about now 
we've talked about everything really other than the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. I went through the game notes uh, last hour saying the Bombers are 10-5 and five against Saskatchewan since 2016. Um, they've won the last four in a row. Bombers are scoring touchdowns on half of their possessions. <laughs> it's mind-boggling. The last two games, 25% overall. Did you see the comments? Literally, I get my CFL news from three down. I read the game notes before the games, and then I get everything else from three down nation. And I see Fajardo saying that they've got a lot to play for individually, not just as a team, but individually, that his contract's up at the end of the year. His term was, he's in a contract year. Um, we got a couple minutes left before we break and bring in Mark Recchi. Do you see Saskatchewan turning this around? I talked about them, their magic number being three to clinch. They got to win three, but they could back into the playoffs very easily by the other two teams out east losing. Do you see them miraculously going to the Grey Cup? I don't. When I close my eyes, I sit quiet, I think about it, I don't see it happening. But it could. I mean, it could happen. There's enough good people around. You know, we know, you know, in that coaching staff, there's some good people there. And with Cody, and there's some really high talent players on that roster. But can they bring it all together? Can they overcome some of this bad karma we talked about that's been floating around the organization? You know, yeah, they can. But I I think the odds are against them. I don't know if they will. If they do, it'll be a hell of a story, though. Uh, One more, Don, our Navy friend, regarding the current state of the Canadian sports talk landscape. Don says, I like the Winnipeg sports talk, but they don't follow anything outside of the perimeter. The rest of Manitoba. That's the thing. They're doing great things in Winnipeg, but I saw what they're going to be talking about today, and it's potential line combinations for the Jets at Montreal tonight. And I'm like, I know they care in Winnipeg, but I don't. A lot of other things that I would like to discuss, like the uh, Thursday nighter in the NFL, last night's WHL loan game the Bedard watch and all the rest. So we got Mark Recchi in next. Hockey Hall of Famer, of course. We've got uh, an owner of the Kamloops Blazers. Moose, we'll see you back for overtime, okay? You bet. See you. So if you, folks, if you got NHL questions, junior hockey questions, of which I'm sure he can answer, Mark Recchi joins us next. It's the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network. We're on YouTube Live your favorite podcast platform, and on the radio in Metro Atlanta, your home for Southern sports and talk, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. RP Show continues from South Florida. I always enjoy our chats with Mark Recchi, Hockey Hall of Fame, Class of 2017. He of the 1,652 NHL games played, 1,533 points. That's a lot. Mark Recchi joins us today from the golf course. Hey, Rex, great to see you. I have to tell you, I'm going to open with this. It's a bit of a – go ahead. (laughs) Go ahead. It's a little nicer down there on the beach than here. (laughs) It's better here than pretty much anywhere, and finally clear, thankfully. But, Mark, of all those games, we're on the radio in Atlanta, WQEE. And as you know, 
you played 53 games for the Atlanta Thrashers in 07-08. What can you uh, scintillate our Atlanta listeners with of your time in Atlanta? Actually, I loved it. Uh, I really enjoyed, uh, you know, enjoyed my time there. I, had, um, I lived right, right by Emory University there. I had a nice place there. and uh, Right in between the city and, and out where the practice facility was. And uh, they had a really good setup. Practice facility was terrific. Uh, I thought the arena was neat. Um, you know, and it's just unfortunate it never worked there. Did you have the sense at that time that it wasn't going to work? I mean, they, I guess they left in 2010. So they had about a year and a half after you left. Yeah, it would, you know, it, it, the, you know, the crowds weren't great, obviously. They hadn't had a lot of success. success. Uh, one year they made the playoffs there. They made a big push, and obviously they traded for uh, Kachuk and, and uh, you know, a few things like that to try and get it. But, you know, you have to have some success. You know, it was 10 years, 11 years, and they didn't have a lot of early success. So it's hard to build that fan base up. And, and uh, you know, it was just too bad. We talk a lot of major junior hockey on this show, believe it or not, despite the environs of South Florida. And you, as uh, an owner with the Kamloops Blazers, I'm wondering how plans are going for the Memorial Cup. You guys got kind of jobbed here through COVID, but COVID's behind us now. How's it looking? How, how are things? Oh, no. Oh, no, you're good. We got you now. We got you. Um, yeah, you know what? We're, we're extremely excited for the Memorial Cup, and I know it's going great. We were on a call a few weeks back, uh, the ownership group with, uh, you know, the, uh, our president, uh, uh, Norm Daly, who's running in the, uh, who's, who's in charge of all that right now. And, you know, they got a great plan. They're, you know, it's a lot of hard work and a lot of volunteers and a lot of, lot, lot of work from the city and, and the community. And it's, uh, you know, we got it. We're, we're very fortunate. We got a, you know, Camelos is a great, a great spark sports market and you know the the people jump on board and you know it's going to be exciting to to have that uh opportunity to get the memorial cup in canvas had been almost 30 years that we had it last and and uh so this is a great opportunity to showcase Kamloops and uh hopefully the blazers come up with a memorial cup win holy smokes does time fly that makes us all feel old my god i was at 95 was that the last one it was nine. No, before that, I think even. Uh, I'm not quite sure. I can't remember the exact date. Okay, but I know maybe. It was yeah, <laughs> it's been a long time. What a day yeah. we're having here in Boca Raton. By the way, we got the lawn guy going. We got sirens going. I thought we were out of the woods. Anyways, what are the Blazers doing right? Now, I'm sure you didn't expect to talk junior hockey here on this interview today, but they're all. They've always been good here for as long as I can remember. For a close, you know, five to ten years. What's the secret? Yeah, well, obviously drafting's huge. I mean, you gotta you gotta have the right drafting, and and uh, you know you gotta draft, you know, and you gotta get kids. It's a it's a tough market. You got you know you know you're you're competing against uh, universities now, which is you know some kids that's the right direction to go. Junior hockey's the right direction for some kids. I mean, there's really no wrong way. Uh, but you know, I'm very biased with junior hockey, obviously, because you know it, it was uh, you know it was great to me, and um, you know so it's. You know, when you ha- when you draft properly, you get people in properly. You got to have the right people running your organization, and we've been very fortunate with that. Um, I know you're on the golf course, so not a lot of time in between shots. So I'll just say this: What is the life update for Mark Recchi? You look at least ten to fifteen years your junior. You look refreshed. You look happy. What's going on in the life of Mark Recchi right now? Well, not a whole lot. I mean, I'm just uh, I had a great summer with my family and my kids. You, okay? um, you know, just doing. Oh. Yeah, just doing that with my, uh, just visiting and, uh, you know, just spending a ton of time golfing and, and uh, getting out with my friends and, and enjoying life. Uh, you know, I haven't had a break from hockey for a long time. So, you know, I'm going to take a little break here and then hopefully, you know, I'd like to jump on board. I'd like to probably get back into the management side if I could. Um, hopefully that'll happen, you know, after the new year, maybe into the spring. Um, I can hopefully jump on board with somebody and, and see if I can help uh, the building part again. Well, just one quick last question. Who is the best team in the NHL? Because I said it was the Flames, and I've been drawn and quartered for that. Um, at the top of your head, I mean, maybe you can say Colorado if you want, but who who do you believe is the NHL's best team here a couple of weeks away from the start? Well, I'd have to say, I mean, Colorado kept enough players around that they still probably are the best best team. 
I really, I really do like what Calgary did. Um, you know, that's a crazy summer they had, um, you know, with everything that happened, but I like what they did and, and they made it work and they found a way to get, you know, get, uh, get some really talented players in there. And, and, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, obviously it, it's always nice to see a Canadian team do well. And, um, but there's, there's a lot of terrific teams out there right now. I mean, I, you can still can't even count out Tampa. Um, they just, you know, they they know how to win and they, you know, they've got the top goaltender in the world and, and, uh, on that side. So it's going to be interesting. And Carolina will be another tough team if they, if they can, uh, you know, make that next step. Well, I'll see Carolina tonight here uh, at the Panthers. I'm going to the game, but I'll mark you down as a Tampa. Would I be right in saying that? Is Mark Recchi saying Tampa or do you not want to be held to anything? <laughs> I don't want to be of that. <laughs> but okay, are, I, I got you. Like the Warriors. I so got you. All right. And- And they're champions, of course. Mark, back to the game. Thanks for the time, and above all, thanks for the junior hockey update. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Enjoy Florida. Thank you. Mark Recchi joining us from the golf course, uh, everybody, as you can tell. Like literally everything going on in this segment. So thanks to Mark for his patience and to you, the viewers. I know what I was thinking when that weed whacker was going off. (sighs) Thinking of Dahmer. Watch the show and t- oh, no. tell, tell me if that, t- yeah. Watch the series on Netflix and tell me if any time you hear a weed whacker, you don't think of the series on Netflix, Dahmer. Anyways, before we bring the moose back in, uh, sports update. Roger Maris Jr. considers the home run feats of Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, and Sammy Sosa to be illegitimate and says Aaron Judge, who hit his 61st homer last night in Toronto, should be recognized as the record holder if the Yankees slugger Hits number 62. Roger Maris Sr., of course, hit 61 in 1961. His record stood until McGuire hit 70 in 1998, and that was topped by Bonds at 73 in 2001. McGuire admitted using steroids, while Bonds and Sammy Sosa maintained they didn't knowingly use PEDs. Tampa Bay Buccaneers moved their football operations here to South Florida to avoid Hurricane Ian and remain hopeful of being able to return home to play the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday night. The team practiced at the Dolphins training facility on Wednesday. The Bucks insisted the disruption won't hinder their ability to prepare for the Chiefs. Fans going to the World Cup in Qatar must show a negative COVID-19 test when they arrive as part of the host nation's rules to combat the pandemic. About 1.2 million visitors to Qatar are expected for the tournament, which starts November 20th. This sports update for Ballers Rec Room, your official home of slow pitch, open Wednesday to Sunday. For the Tap Brew House and Drive Through Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. Viewer takeover coming up. The Moose will rejoin us. Should be fun, I think. It's been quite a day. It is the RP Show on Game Plus TV. YouTube Live, your favorite podcast platform, and your home for Southern Sports and Talk, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. I predicted this would be a very spicy and entertaining segment, and and I know that it will be, and that was before I even opened up the 902 text line to see what was popping there as we bring the moose in for overtime, presented by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the UFC and the National Hockey League. Are you ready, moose? Are you ready? A couple things. Yeah. A lot of the texts that have come in pertain to junior hockey. And another, by the way, from your mom who says she's coming to Costa Rica. When you and I go visit that? the odds makers in San Jose, right. Costa Rica, Paul is coming. That's fine. More than We're very inclusive here. Scott Dick is watching in Turner Valley, Alberta. He says, hey, RP, did you know that the Junior A Okotoks Oilers have lost one of the best play-by-play broadcasters in the AJ to the WHL's Medicine Hat Tigers? Congrats to Gino, but a sad day for us in Okotoks. Did I know? I feel like Keyshawn Johnson here, Moose. I know everything. Gino called me. 
And that's what I thought about it. Because he's got a great gig in Okotoks. He's got a great job that actually pays him well outside radio broadcasting as well. And he's from Calgary. Get the best deal in Okotoks. So he said, what should I do? And I said, if you don't take that medicine head job, then you can never bitch to me ever again that you've not made it to the WHL. It's exactly what I said. So did I know? Give me a break. I, and I told you that word for word, right, Moose? You knew that. Yeah. Oh, no, for sure. And that's the thing, you know. It's a scary thing, getting out of your comfort zone, right? Going to a new place, chasing a dream, doing all that stuff with no safety net and no guarantees, right, that it's going to work out. But that's what's so great about life. <sighs> if you do it. Mm-hmm. If you do it. If you're willing to do it. Um, here's one. And, of course, I'm I'm getting better at this. I'm not immediately triggered because there could be a rant coming on here but kevin in saint albert alberta writes in he says i'm going to the oil kings pats game tonight hopefully a good game for me watching junior hockey is not a guilty pleasure well bully for you kevin in saint albert i i I took that as a shot because i say junior hockey is my guilty pleasure well i googled Guilty pleasure. And before I read what comes up to you from Oxford Dictionary, it's on the internet. It has has to be true. Yeah. What's your definition, Darren, of a guilty pleasure? Um, something that you really enjoy, um, maybe too much so, and you're a little embarrassed to tell other people about it. You know, that's what a lot people of people out. would think. That's what yeah. a lot of people would think. Nah. That's not my definition, and it's not what the Oxford World Dictionaries is. Something that one enjoys, despite feeling that it is not generally held in high regard. See, yeah. that's different than what you're saying. So, bit, yeah. so this Kevin's like, like I say that ju- junior hockey is my guilty pleasure, and people apparently this guy thinks that's offensive. If I've read him right, dude, nothing would make me happier than sitting here. Been talking junior hockey for two hours every day. Nobody'd watch. Seriously. <laughs> what was I saying earlier? Drennan's basically shut his blog down. Dub Network, you and I took it over, then realized we couldn't sell advertising. We didn't have the hits. So what the hell would you call that? Something that people don't hold in otherwise high regard. We love it. Not enough people do. So again, this Kevin, oh, it's not a guilty pleasure for me. Your definition of it is different than what ours is. Doesn't mean we don't follow it, but any idiot can go to a score sheet and read who scored and what the attendance was and what the shots were. We're all forced to do that now. I want to hear the juice and the sizzle. What's going on in between the games? You know, like, let's be honest about it. And by the way, Chris Tom, this is he's in Heidelberg, Ontario, junior hockey fan. He's the guy that said he went and saw Kitchener Mississauga the other day. He goes, Kamloops last hosted the Memorial Cup in 1995, which they won. Which, by the way, what's going on, Rod's tombstone? Rod's right. I said that to Mark Recchi. I'm like, when's the last year Kamloops hosted? 95? He's like, no, I don't think so. Yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> How about that? See what I said? There's a rant yeah. coming on here. Thank God I now know I have the tools to deal with the frustration. Instead of running to the cold beer store and buying an ice cold... Who's kidding? Who's six-pack? A 12-pack would be literal <laughs> batting practice. Now I shut this camera off and go enjoy this for 22 hours until the next show. My God, who wouldn't be happy here? But my point is, I know it as well or better than anybody, and I got assholes jumping up my ass that I don't know what I'm talking about, about literally everything. Yes, I do. And it's funny, you know, with the Flames and the uh, Oilers and the 4 nothing Flames win last night, are you seeing the fighting that's going back and forth between those fan bases over a preseason game? It's unbelievable, but it's... More people would rather talk about that than the Oil Kings and Pats tonight. It's just number. It's just math. It's just math. But you know what? Like, I'm going to put a petition to the NHL that the Oilers and Flames now have to meet in a playoff series, even if it's some sort of a preliminary playoff every single year. 
<laughs> <We're> <laughs> Wouldn't so that good. be something? Well, and it was so much fun at Gray Eagle, and we're going back here before long to stay there because I love it so much. But I'll say it again. I respect the hell out of the guys and girls in junior hockey because there's a lot. I get them, but they get me. You know, and I had a rough ride at the end. I have a rough ride at the end of pretty much everywhere. And I'll accept my role in that. I will. Will they accept theirs? Oh, no. So I don't want to be riding a bus. I've had these conversations with Kevin Kaminsky and James Patrick and Dave Stroosh. They love it. They love it. I don't love getting on a bus when it's minus 47 and stopping at a gas station in Oyen for a Coke, a Diet Coke. And a bag of peanuts. You know, I, I don't. I don't enjoy it anymore. It was fun for a long time, but I get bored. And that's not saying that what I'm doing is any better, but it's just different. And this is what I want to do now. Yeah. Last minute of play in the RP show. And it's fun every that? day to meet new people and bring new people on the show and turn them onto the show. And I can tell you, like, I have these people, I'm sorry to say, come up to me and they're like, Rod, I, I was watching the show. I loved it, but when you got talking about that Canadian junior hockey, I had to change it. I had to change it. So that's why we're trying to bring a little bit of everything, because who doesn't love a buffet? Everybody loves a buffet. What do you got going on tonight, Gevna? I'm going to try and finish that first episode of Dahmer, um, but after the Thursday nighter. I'm I'm into the Thursday nighter tonight. Bengals. Amazon Prime. Have you had buffering issues with that? No, I haven't, because i got to watch it on TSN Direct. All right. Well, I'll be at FALA Live Arena tonight with about three other people, probably. Well, mind you, the storms get everybody home. We'll be talking about it tomorrow, noon Eastern, here on Game Plus. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> Let's go. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. How about that? Bob's your uncle. Dundee. Hell yes. Hoo-ah. Bingo. Beautiful. Awesome. That's hot. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.